Hello and good evening. Welcome to season 11, episode 16 of Let's Have a Fifi. Um, Felicia will be uh, joining us shortly. I know that she was running into um, some uh, some scheduling issues today. It was one of those days, apparently, for both of us. Uh, but it's okay. We'll carry on. No big deal. She'll be here in a minute. Uh, for more than 10 years, we have been your Wednesday night conversation. Welcome to Let's Have a Fifi and still happy Black History Month. Uh, Felicia obviously isn't here. I am still Freddie Prince Charming. And if you haven't signed up for our Patreon, why not? There's all sorts of exclusive content. Uh, there's uh, You get to see first looks on like makeup videos and different videos that we do sometimes are the only looks the only exclusive looks that we do um there is exclusive uh after show and behind the scenes content with our guests um and if you want to ooh, where is it there it is um if you want to support us on patreon you can go to patreon.com slash let's have a fifi um we would love to see you there you can check out all the fun things that we post. We would like to thank our patrons, Brandon, D, D Drake Jensen, Casey Starr, Carrie and Corey, Kim, Joan, Leanne, Nicole, and Shannon. A very special thank you. Hang on, I've lost it. Where is it? Oh, no, I don't know where it is. Felicia has it somewhere, but I don't know where it is. Oh, no. Ah. Oh, here it is. Um, a very special thank you, of course, uh, to our sponsors and supporters this season, 6S Boutique, LC Designs, and Wigs of a Kind. Um, if you would like to donate and support us as well, uh, you can do that at paypal.me slash let's have a Fifi. That way you don't have to have the mess of the behind the scenes stuff if you don't want it. No big deal. Um, pretty much everything on my face uh, this evening has come from Success Boutique. They had a sale. Uh, they're still having a sale, actually. All the Kryolan um, uh, products are half off. And so I decided to get some of the, uh, the Kryolan like, Day Glow UV stuff. The Kryolan paints like the water activated stuff, they're a little bit different than the wolf. They, they, they're a slightly different animal. So I'm still getting used to it. So I'm like, let me just throw some shit on my face and see what happens. And next time it'll be better because then I'll know what I'm doing and how to work with it better. I'm still learning. I'm always still learning. So the next time I do something like this, hopefully it'll be, uh, it'll be better. You can also, uh, text LHAF two six zero two seven. Three zero seven three seven nine uh, for show updates, updates on both uh, what Felicia and I are doing as far as uh, different appearances and different things like that. So you can just uh, just get spam and whatever else that uh, uh, Felicia decides to send along because I have no idea what she sends. That's all her. So thoughts and prayers. No idea. And if you're on Facebook, um, there's still the stars thing. So if you click the little stars button down at the bottom, um, we can earn money. It's not a lot of money, but it's some money. Um, and of course, uh, we would like to thank people like DJ Image, Eddie Omega, um, Emily, uh, Laura Renfro, and more who have sent us more than 500 stars so far. So thank you so much. Um, I'm going to see... What is happening? We've been having some issues with like connectivity as far as, oh, there it is. Okay. 
here. Good. Awesome. And the chat's not showing up on the thing here. That's fun. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, this is the, I, I don't, it's my, really my first time kind of using the UV, uh, the UV paint. So I'm, uh, it's going to take some practice. This was really because I had no anything today. So it was just like, let me literally just throw some shit on my face and kind of see what happens. And then I will go from there. But I'm not ashamed to be like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And next time I'll be better. So it's fine. You look great, dear. You look great. It's because I'm in the dark. Hi, Felicia. <sighs> Things are always better done in the dark, but they always come to light. You sound very mm. echoey. What's going on with you? Am mic? I echoey? Oh, wait. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Let me turn my mic off. Also, I'm not sure why, but the chat's not coming up for me on uh, the actual thing. So. <laughs> I, I don't no know why. why. It's echo, echo, echo. It's a little bit better. I don't know it's why. It's fine. It's, like it's apparently one of those days. It's fine. I was running very behind on things, which is literally why I just kind of threw some shit on my face. I know you are running behind. Mm -hmm. uh, the chat on Restream isn't working. Like it says, literally says, I have, a, I have a picture of a squid. There's a fucking squid. And that it says, says hooray. hooray. The chat is waiting for new messages. So. No idea why. Is it that way for you too? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. So at least I know it's not me. That's swell. Oh my goodness. How was your weekend? Um. So uneventful. Um. Let's start there. Um. I want to say. Um. There's a. When people. Um. There's a lot of uh, harshness, and when people assume that I have a lot of time. Um. And with more people uh, in my house, um, then it becomes more of a, um, I don't know what to call it. I'm not complaining, but the energy, I am that person. No, I, I, I get it. It's when, when everything is just kind of blah, it's like you feel kind of Blah, because that's what you're just surrounded with. I, I Well, it's not too much blah lately. It's just more of activity, uh, mm. more of, I don't know what to call it. I, give it a name. Give it a, I wish we were chatting, but we're not chatting, so I don't know what's happening. Um, I have it but, up on the Facebook so I can actually see. Cause... Oh, um, so there's just a lot of things going on and a lot of things occupying my time more than they were before mm. i get that yeah mm -hmm. and so totally it just feels like uh um a massive sharing of time <laughs> and by the time we realize and that there's never enough of it <laughs> by the time you realize it's sunday evening then it's like what just happened here you know mm. what i mean so um, I have had some people that hurt, have safely assumed that I'm like not here or whatever, but um, I'm still here. I'm still doing multiple of things because I don't know how to slow down and I will learn one day, I guess. I don't know. No, you or won't. <laughs> Which is, that actually it actually works because for what i'm gonna be talking about on the tip tonight but is my weekend went shit we didn't do anything we were supposed to go to the ren fair oh that's right 
we were supposed to go to the Ren Fair, but mm-hmm. then the goddamn kids came home with some goddamn germs and everybody was sick. Oh, you're welcome. And I was, oh my God, I was mad. <laughs> Hold on, I need to turn on my light. <laughs> I don't have pants. Oh, on. So I was I like, like, I don't, I, there's like, there are certain things that I look forward to, like, you know, every year. And that would be one of them is, you know, my first time, you know, my, that first trip to the Ren Fair is always like, like, I, I'm, I'm always excited for it. And we had already gotten everything, like we'd gotten the garb and everything all ready to go. And then the kids are sick. And I was like, oh, you're like, what? I'm sorry. <sighs> assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so mad. To some extent. To some extent. But. Of course, everybody was feeling better by Sunday. Assholes. It's fine. I love them. But, ah! Uh, so oh, annoying. Well, I do remember one thing. Um, um, so, I don't know if... Yeah, we have a baby girl um, who's, like, infant, like, very tiny. Um, and she started daycare this week. So... Ooh. How old is she now? Six weeks. Almost seven That's weeks. Just- Damn. Yeah. That just it just flew by real quick. No kidding. That's crazy. It felt like she was like just born. That's yeah. So wow. um my household is that's what I mean. Like the energy is there, but it's just that it's constant. Mm. Um for me, um if I don't get to D people. Like, you know how you de-drag? But if you don't get to de-people, then I become very, uh, let's call it expressive. Because um, <laughs> the, the energy that I'm feeling can't go anywhere. So Right. Right. Um, and No, I get it. Yeah. Having to decompress is necessary. Like, it's a, totally a thing. I very much have to de-people, and when I can't, I... So that actually, like I said, that actually works out really well for my tip because I wanted to talk about, because this is something like we've, we've chatted about sort of casually in like different conversations over the years, but we've not, I don't think we've ever like super kind of dove into it. And so I was like, I'm like, this is what I want to talk about because this is something that's actually come up a few times recently Mm -hmm. for me. And that's the separation of drag and real life. You know, this is like church and state. It's supposed to be, but Ooh. just like with, just thought I'd bring that up. Sorry, mm-hmm. but you know, <laughs> just like you know, the separation of church and state isn't really a thing. Sometimes the separation between drag and real life isn't really a thing either, and it's and sometimes it can be yeah. it can be exhausting. You hear the ambiance? So, That's my family. It's very loud. Let's just. I mean, I get that. it. I mean, this is new. It's not like they knew that this was going to be happening or anything. Well, children don't observe those mm. things, so that's fine. <laughs> so, oh, like, I have. So, for for me, when it comes to dragging my real life, I have two very different, very separate lives, and I generally, I do, I, I try very hard to not let them overlap because. For me, it's when things tend to overlap time and time again. It's when you like you you get lost in your drag personas and mm-hmm. you end up kind of losing your own identity. And 
there were, you know, like, so Freddie, Freddie is an extrovert. I can be flirty, you know, it can, I feel younger than 44 when I'm on stage, you know, I enjoy the attention. I've been there for some of those. Mm-hmm. I feel it later, but like, <laughs> I, I enjoy the attention that I get on the stage. But the thing is, is that I'm, I'm really only Freddie when I'm in drag. When I'm not in drag, I'm not Freddie. And Jace is kind of a polar opposite. Like I'm 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 very introverted, kind of nerdy. I can't flirt to save my life. Uh and for the most part, I kinda like I I do kind of feel my age. Like I'm legitimately middle aged at this point. I'm gonna be forty four this year. And middle aged. You know, it's like yeah. And then there are times when I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I, I totally feel like I'm, I'm starting to kind of hit that midpoint. You know, like, I'm not saying I feel old per se, but there are times when I'm like, oh, God, Jesus Christ, like that person's like 12 years old. That's really, eh. <laughs> you know, I don't necessarily, oh you know, I, I'm, I don't necessarily need to have like the attention that Freddie gets on stage. I use the stage instead to do things like educate and empower others through trainings, presentations, conferences, things that aren't drag, things that aren't, things that have really nothing to do with Freddie. And, you know, there, there are things that I do as Freddie and there are things that I do as Jace. And like I said, I, I generally don't let them overlap. And when I, when, when they do overlap, it kind of creates a short circuit in my brain. Um, how so? When you say overlap, I so, think you okay, need to give so, a better example right. of how. Okay, so two good examples of things that I do as Jace, but not as Freddy, are the Ren Fair and the Steampunk Con. They're things I've always done, not related to drag, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't go in drag to the Steampunk Con. I don't go in drag to the Renaissance Fair. Like there's no makeup on my face. There's not that it is just it is me because this is what I enjoyed. Like I, yes, it's it's dressing up, but it's not it's not drag. It's it's a different sort of thing. You know, same same thing with like uh, like Comic Con, Fan Fusion, that sort of thing. It's dressing up, but it's not really drag. Mm-hmm. And I've never really had drag cross over into those things. Until recently. Until recently. So, <laughs> for example, like, um, so with the Steampunk Con, I remember going to the Steampunk Con. I remember, you know, watching different things and experiencing I'm like, oh, my God, I love this. And then I met Madame Askew in the Grand Arbiter. And, you know, through conversation and actually one of their, um, uh, one of their uh, butlers, I believe, when I met them, knew who I was as far as Freddie. Because nobody knows who I am, but people know who Freddie is. Mm-hmm. And from kind of from then on out, because Madame Askew and the Grand Arbiter, they have their those are their their stage personas. You know, like that's they're not Madame Askew and the Grand Arbiter when they're just hanging out at home. You know, mm-hmm. but because they kind of met me and realized that I was a performer, then all of a sudden I was Freddie. And they call me Freddie all the time. Um, Like I still go to the con as myself. I still 
do the con as myself. Um, and if I meet somebody, I introduce them as I introduce myself as Jace, not Freddie, obviously. But if I end up doing any of the activities with Madame Askew and the Grand Arbiter, they always introduce me as Freddie. So it's this weird, like, eh, it's it's very strange. It's, it's very strange. And mm -hmm. then for the Renaissance Festival, um, I was asked to be a part of their, I can't remember what, the, I can never remember what the hell they call it. It's like the um like the it's basically like their court. pride day, right? It's like their court thing, it's pride day on the 19th. And I said yes. And immediately, like it was an instantaneous thing. As soon as I said yes, my brain short-circuited, and all of a sudden I'd never done drag before. I was oh. literally like in my head, I'm like, I don't know how to do this. I what am I gonna wear? I don't know how to do this. I don't, what am I going to, I don't do drag. I don't, what am I going to wear to the Ren Fair? Ne never mind oh. that I have, like, how many, you know, fairy things and all this shit. How much of that have I ever done? Like, I've done, it looks like that all the fucking time. There's things uh -huh. like that that I can pull out of my, it, like, it's not hard. I have tubs and tubs and tubs of costumes. Like, I could have done almost anything. Like, there's so many things that I could have done, but my brain was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm going to do. How am I, how am I going to, mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do for this. What am I going to, I actually reached out to people that had done it before. And I'm like, what do you, you did this last year, right? Like, what did, what did you wear? Because I don't know. I don't oh my know God. Like my brain couldn't reconcile the, the bringing drag into something that was very specifically not drag ever. I've been going to the uh. Renaissance Festival for, for like 20 years. And I've never gone in drag. I've never done drag in that environment. So my brain could not reconcile the two things. And it's going to be very strange for me because now the first time I go to the Ren Fair, I'm going to be in drag as opposed to the first time going not in drag and then doing something afterwards or whatever. You right. I'm like, I need to go. I mean, we, we usually go more than once anyway, or I, I mean, I, always go more than once regardless but now i'm like no i now i have to go at least a second time because i i can't have the only time i go me being in drag that's not i i can't like i can't like it my i feel like um i relate to this a little bit okay so um i'll give a few examples when i'm in the store as myself and for safety reasons, I'm not going to say my my given name. Um, if you know, you know. Um, but um, what I feel like is I'll hear Felicia across the store. But I'm not in that mindset at mm -hmm. all. And I am just there to get, like, spaghetti, the sauce, right, and some meat and leave. I'm not, like, my brain is not on to that. And, um, like, I, it takes me a minute because then I'm, because I think your brain is kind of, like, shifting uh, mm -hmm. character. Uh, yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. And so as soon as you try to figure out who it is, um, not that I act any different around people, it's just that you they know you different 
Right. Um, this face represents a whole nother level of personality. And so it just a different extension of myself. And when I'm not on per se, I don't, I, I don't exude this. I, right. I, I no, don't. I get just like people recognizing me in the Asian market. And I'm like, uh, well, they look, look at you and go, it's like, you never seen me before. And I'm like, it has nothing to do with you. It really had everything for me to understand why right. I was hearing. My brain's in a very different, <laughs> like my, it com- compartmentalizes things. Like I'm at the yeah. grocery store. I'm not in Freddy mode, you know, like I'm not, yeah. I'm not expecting it, to see anybody like that. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's hard when, when things start to kind of spill over, you know, like drag at fan fusion, drag at the Ren Fair, drag at wild, wild West con. It, it becomes harder to start separating things. It becomes harder to keep things separate. And like, I will tell you, uh, recently has been hard for me because I've done uh, photos for people. And so um, they know me as Felicia. And so when I'm introduced to people, I've had this like, weird mm. phenomenon going on quite like you did when you were trying to figure out how do I go to the run fair? And my brain was like, they would say, this is Felicia. She's the photographer. <laughs> <laughs> and of course their face looks just like mine. And I'm trying to figure out like, how are they taking this? Right. Um, because you've now been introduced, at, even though you don't look anything like that, I'm guessing you're probably in like boy drag. Yeah, I am yeah. not. <laughs> no. No. And so nope. they nope. look at me and they go, mm, I'm sure if I like dressed in girl drag, but I'm, that's not, that's a whole different right. it's, side it's of me. It's so. completely different things. It's, it's, they're, they're separate. And, you know, it, I, I try to make it a point to go and enjoy things that aren't drag that aren't think like to go and enjoy things out of drag because I drag is not my entire life. I love drag. I love what I do. I love the doors that it's opened. I love the opportunities that I have. I love the opportunities that I, I have coming up in the next few months. Like I'm excited about all the things that, that I have coming up. Like I really am. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've have some amazing opportunities coming and it's because of drag and it's because of what I've done in drag, but I also, it's not my entire personality. Being. It's not my whole everything, you know? And the the downside is that because of all the drag that I've done and because of all the drag that I continue to do, the most of the people that are around me know my drag persona better than they know me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mentioned before that most people don't even know what my name is. And... You know, I've the they'll they'll say something like, you know, they'll think this is my friend or whatever. And I'm like, okay, but am I really? Because you Are don't you even my know friend? my friend. I'm Are like, I see you friend? at the bars sometimes. And mind you, I don't even go out to bars that often. Like, I'm not yeah. Are you so my like I'm like, okay, you, you call me a friend, but but you've never called me anything other than Freddie. You probably don't even know what the hell my, my first name actually is. I so. know what your name is, and I still call you Freddie. So I and I know this, and I will <laughs> split like you can, ask my partner. Like we'll be talking about things, and like I've like swapped 
I've swapped names and pronouns with you in the same sentence. Like that's it, true. It's, it just it's because it's it's. He's over there, but she'll be back. Mm-hmm. So Justine's like, you know, it's a, the the you know, she knows the both of us <laughs> with drag names, and you know, and it's so it's it's weird. So I would almost rather. There have been instances where I've been doing something in drag and people, while I'm in drag and while I'm in phase, people who know me Mm -hmm. refer to me by my first name, my legal name. And that just throws me off completely. It throws me off completely because I'm like, okay, look, I mean, I, and and I know it's hard sometimes because there are people, Uh right. And it's it is hard sometimes because even my my partner does it sometimes, and I get it because my fucking partner she that's who she know you know what I mean like, it's, mm-hmm. but and it's but it's hard because number one like okay yes I've said my name a couple times tonight but I've said it before so I'm not like super worried about it it's not like a big deal but it's like it's weird because first of all that is a that is a privacy thing because not everybody at the bar knows my name and i don't need everybody at the bar knowing my name because then all of a sudden i get random like friend requests and then i'm like no 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 we're not can we talk about that (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh lord (laughs) can we make that a subject (laughs) but yeah but uh, so that like that's that's weird like generally if i'm if i'm if i'm in drag if i'm in face if you see me and i'm at a show or whatever just stick with Freddie. That's fine. That's fine. If you know me out of drag, if you know who I am, if you know what my first name is, if you are an actual like friend, or if you would like to actually be a friend, which I'm okay with that for the most part, depending on who you are, if you're creepy, not so much, but like, if you, you know, then feel free to ask me what my first name is. You can use my first name. Like I'm, I'm, uh, also like, pronouns please pronouns people... luckily i stick with he him in and out of drag so at least that's not I, an issue i know me. but you. sometimes people <laughs> uh they just assume um or they'll say felicia he him and i don't know why it drives me crazy but it does mm. um and i know i have thoroughly said that yeah in drag she her and right out of drag yeah that Uh. that would get that would get sticky i think because i mean that's i remember having to fight for years being a drag king and and doesn't matter what we're drag queen we're king we're we're male presenting on stage and for years people would still say she when they introduced us it was like what the fuck what i don't think i really ever had that problem unless people if you are not sure drag. pronouns, mm-hmm. if if you are unsure pronouns, sure. they them is absolutely acceptable. It is appropriate. If you you can ask later, like if you you know it, be like I wasn't sure what your pronouns were, so I was using they them. What are your pronouns? It you know, definitely is appropriate. Like to say it, it's absolutely appropriate and it's absolutely okay. Um, that's never and people if you get offended because people use they them because they're not sure of your pronouns then that's on you and that's kind of stupid honestly like no there's no reason to get mad at that i Um, feel like that's the safe bet at this point it is absolutely and that's i mean nine times out of ten i will use they them if i'm not entirely sure 
because sometimes mm -hmm. I'm not sure because people do have a tendency to change pronouns as they become more comfortable with themselves. Oh no, look, I just use themselves and a gender neutral. Oh my God, that's totally not acceptable in the English language. <sighs> so here's the thing. If, if you're a performer, and this is, this is where I, have, I struggle with a lot of things sometimes because I see this happen a lot. I see performers that use their, their drag or like their stage name for literally everything. Like I see them on the hookup apps with their drag name. I see them um, like doing things that aren't really- We love that you learn really... here too, yes. Like I, I see things that like, them doing things that aren't really drag related using their drag name. And I'm wondering like how, how enmeshed now has your drag life and your actual life become? Because like what, what kind of, of separation do you have at that point? If everything you do you use your drag name for, you, you know what I mean? Like, which is why I remember when we had um, Dylan on Mr. Trans USA and I asked mm -hmm. him about it because I'm like, this isn't a drag pageant. It's, mm. it's supposed to be, you know, a, a real life pageant. It's not supposed to be a drag pageant, but everybody uses their drags, their drag personas for it. And I'm like this, it, it, I don't know. Quite it's confusing. weird. It's weird for me. Like it, like it's, I have, I struggle with that because I don't know. I just, I, I struggle with that. So um, uh, let me ask you a question. Um, if you were to compete with then that system, would you use your own name or would you use your persona name? Because I feel like the persona name, uh, is the brand, is the carry all, is the, like, I think that if I use my, my name, I mean, uh, that I, I don't know. I, like, what, it's, what's it's the... hard. It's, it's hard because like, because Freddie is a brand. Freddie is far more well-known than I am. Mm -hmm. nobody knows who the Same. fuck i am nobody cares who the fuck i am you know but you know freddie knows who i they everybody people know freddie i'm not gonna say everybody knows freddie people know who freddie is but also i think that i would i would struggle a little bit in in, in both scenarios because if it's not a drag pageant and i'm competing not as freddie and i'm competing in a more sort of toned down genuine right like it's supposed to be authentic it's supposed to be you know you're representing you know mm. the the trans community right and I, like I, I don't know like i don't know if i would have to figure out a way to be able to pull from the confidence that freddie has on stage while still competing as like my mundane self or like I I don't know I really don't, I don't want to like say that. mundane I want to say more relaxed. When I say mundane, um, I mean not. Uh, it's a it's a term that like folks in the SCA use for their non SCA personas. So it's a their okay. mundane personas, like their everyday, their muggle persona, if you will. Oh, mm. right. It's a term that people will get better than mundane. But um, so I don't I don't know I I. 
I would, I think I would struggle a little bit with exactly how to handle something like that. I'm, I'm not really sure. And I which is like. I struggle with, um, because you're right. Um, kind of competitions that are supposed to be like your authentic self. And then like you see them made up and you're like, well, I don't understand. Cause even some of the like, cisgender pageants I mm-hmm. am like what she looks like me when I compete like right <laughs> it's, it's like, there's it's hard it. you know and mm-hmm. and then my question is you know when I when I see these people that literally everything they do is their through their drag persona everything Mm. it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't matter what they're doing everything revolves around their drag persona and my question is when i see that i'm like do you even know who you are anymore when you're not on stage like does your entire world revolve around your drag persona is that you know is everything you do do you have to make everything connected to this drag persona because you don't know who you are outside of that like i it's something i see and I, i i i try very hard to not be oh, that because I don't want to be that. I can speak on it. Okay. So uh, recently I added something to, cause I, it, you follow me on Facebook, you, you know, I post like my little cards every day. So I am one of those people that will kind of cross promote. Uh, but more recently I have done it. Because, and you won't get this if you do any other business venture with me. Um, I will not show up to your wedding being photographed as an officiant this way unless you decide that's what you want. Specifically ask for that. Yeah, but I prefer to be in my everyday wear. Um, Marketing services I added recently, I will do that but i will not when we go to marketing meetings i will not be dressed up in drag um something what else did i add um i think that was it but the other stuff is like the first part of it it says like i'm a black content creator and all this other stuff but uh for the first part it definitely is leading toward like i the persona felicia will participate in that but when it comes to like business ventures, I, you will see me, you will see me not, this takes too much to put on, uh, first and foremost, and to do this every day for somebody would absolutely be really, really ridiculous. Right. But um, as far as that goes, I, I chose to pivot in that direction to kind of, cause I feel like when I do things, me, myself, I don't feel like the word gets out, but if if Felicia does it, then I feel like people grasp on and they go, "Oh, I see your work, and can we do this?" And so I'm kind of just leveraging uh, more than using uh, my persona because uh, I explain to people real quick that I'm not going to be over the top, or I'm not really an over the top <clears throat> queen anyway, other than how I dress. Um, but uh, and sometimes that's not really, but um, I just feel 
like I'm leveraging at the moment right. to see if I can. Right. I got an extra mouth to feed, so <laughs> I get it. I get it. I just I feel like like having that separation though is key to being able to maintain things like healthy boundaries, you know, mm-hmm. your own life and personality outside of performing. Like it's just so yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's always a little bit of a struggle, and I think anybody that that does perform, especially if they perform a lot, does struggle between you know where is that line you know and it's Mm -hmm. that's why like i'm very adamant about like the only time i go to the ren fair cannot be when i'm in drag and like with the steampunk con it's like all right we're doing the show on friday on friday night friday during the day i'm not freddy saturday sunday not friday friday night that's it that is the only time i'm going to be freddy Mm -hmm. at that con although now people will probably recognize me although maybe not they no, might not. I've been, I have been on full on places like even in the bars, and people do not recognize me. Right, they just walk right by me, which I think is always funny. So, but I mean, I look very different Friday night than you know the rest of the con. So it'll 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 be interesting. I'm curious to see how it's, it's going to kind of go. It's but. a fun little game because sometimes I don't want people to know what I look like. <laughs> funny when I'm more incognito, like without 15 pounds of makeup on my face. Like it's, I don't know. It's interesting. I always, I always find that funny. I oh, you were there. Funny. I didn't know you were there. I stood by you and ordered a drink. Literally. I was like right next to you the entire time. In fact, I said hi and you went mm-hmm. <laughs> like you looked at me, but that's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Totally, totally fine. Uh, we have some interesting things for the news. Oh, routine pest control mm, called to a house in California discovered 700 pounds of acorn stashed into the walls uh, by a couple of woodpeckers. Apparently, um, these woodpeckers uh, would take these acorns and there was a hole um, in their chimney. So they would basically take the acorn, fly down the chimney, throw the acorn into this hole. And uh, yeah, that, I thought that was... Wow. Can you imagine like coming out and because I guess the uh, the there was like mealworms like in the wall and people like they can see it. So they called the pest control guy out. So he came out and he looked at it and he's like, why the fuck are there mealworms here? So he ended up like they had to kind of bust a hole in the wall and literally 700 pounds of acorns just. Uh, wow. Like, what the fuck? The yeah. squirrel from Ice Age would be so happy. It's, it's seriously. Oh, in politics today, (laughs) Biden faced heckling from Republicans during his State of the Union address because, God forbid, Republicans act like actual adults for 30 fucking seconds. Even McCarthy attempted to shush the hecklers, uh, but Biden was uh, was able to clap back several times, uh, telling the Republicans to check the facts and to call his office so that he can give them a proposal. So there were a few things that were talked about as far as um, uh, like the Republicans wanting to, uh, he said something about uh, the Republicans wanting to cut Medicare and Medicaid funding and Social Security um, instead of uh, making the rich pay their share. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think that was at one point when Marjorie Taylor Greene said liar, like literally just called out liar. And he said, well, uh, call my office and I'll go ahead and show you the proposal because there is an actual proposal currently on his desk from a Republican uh, that says One that of her friends, by the way, right, uh, that basically says that they need to cut 
um, funding for things like social security and whatever, and instead let the rich continue to just can get richer. So it was, it was interesting. Um, he, and, and it put, uh, it put him in a place of, I guess with the things that he was talking about, um, like, uh, social security and, and, you know, funding and things like that, it, it put him in a very interesting uh, position as far as reelection, because, all the things that he talked about and things that he was proposing going forward, either what he did is he kind of threw the gauntlet down at the Republicans. So it's either, hey, you can either support these things that are very obviously good for the economy, they're good for the people, they're good for your constituents, they're good for all of these things, or you can go ahead and oppose them and I'm going to use that to my advantage. Yeah, he kind of gave them the huge ultimatum but he came in there with the game plan uh, which the republican party has was at one time good at and that's how they got to be known as the conservative um finance uh financially or fiscally fiscally conservative yeah. yeah and so i think with all this radicalism and trying to be like oh my god that's so wrong or oh my god we should do this or liar um, what we, they forgot is that they were once the party that came in with the fact slam things on the table and move right. democratic agendas aside. And I, if the Democratic Party is is doing the right thing, they will come in like that and slam things on the table and say, look, here's what the American people want. Here's what they said. Here's what they'll do for you. They'll do taxes. They'll do this. Mm -hmm. They'll do that. And that's exactly what he laid out for everyone. Um, And it was like she and many others, uh, A, why was she walking around without white balloon? Anyway, um, It was like watching child play and um, it all at one time in the state of the union um, as he's trying to like really bring what he has been called to do. His first year, he was like trying to figure it out maybe. And this year he is like, okay, they didn't really like that run. Okay, so maybe we need to put this on and give it some solid ground and move it along because they, they are starting to act childish. it It was very smart of him to do what he did, though, because now he's really put the Republicans in a place where it's like, all right. Are you going to support keep these a things that are going to party. be good for people? And there's like the things that he's proposing, there's no way to be like, well, this won't work. Like this is not going to be good for anybody. Like there's no way to be able to say that. Like, so either you and, support it mm-hmm. or you look like you, you make the entire party look like complete assholes because you refuse to support these things that will literally yeah. be a benefit to these people. So it say. is... The Democrats Very have been done. accused of looking elitist, excuse me, in the past. And so this, ooh, the way the behavior was going down, made the Republicans, in my opinion, look like the elitist. And like they weren't listening to what needs to happen in the country. It was about them and keeping them in the green and keeping them you know, like 
it was a totally different fucking the republicans have lost their goddamn minds at this point like they literally like i i I i've never i miss um i like they 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 know like nobody in the fucking republican party knows how to do anything without throwing a fucking temper tantrum it's like or or blatantly lying or you know it like and did what you see I that they were is, all um they've all is, changed their american yeah. flag pins to um assault weapons oh that's very uh patriotic yeah. they uh they started doing that uh last week um and uh does that mean which they was really poignant because uh last week uh was actually um gun violence survivors awareness week i believe or something like that or gun violence awareness week or oh. something uh so you know that's not completely tone deaf and insensitive to have all of your pins now change to um ar-15s well well done they're trying, to, they're trying to protect the people that want to keep the ar-15 right 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 so we need those uh so i made a boo-boo i totally for i forgot to include something in our show sheet and I totally made a boo-boo. Um, but it looks like Freddie did the thing, but I have, cause in the description it says about these two women and today is opera day. So I'm not skipping your, your note in here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so I discovered that it was opera day and then I did first, black operas and i was like oh that's very important um so we have marion anderson um who was um an opera singer who performed a wide range of music and was one of those like instrumental people that you know like we don't serve blacks, but we'll listen to their mm. music kind of thing. So um, I believe like if you think of like Etta James, she's she's got her 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 bits in there. And so um, she performed a wide range of music, including opera and uh, spirituals. And so um, and I believe um, she won an award and I believe there's an award named after her. And hmm. and there's many uh, concert and um, music venues named after her. You have ever hmm. been to a an event hall or anything that is named Marion Anderson? Um, she's like one of the opera singers that took it to the next level and was basically, oh well, we enjoy your music, but you are. A person of color and so we can't uh have you <laughs> that sounds about right um the other one i have a hard time saying her name um and of course i didn't put it in the thing um let oh, i'm gonna mess this up latone or latine leotine price i'm gonna put it in the How chat do you spell it or i'm gonna put it on the sheet and then oh shoot <laughs> every good thing looks like leontine 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 price yes 
Um, I swear I know how to read. Um, <laughs> born uh, Marie Velvet Leontine Price. Um, she was an American soprano who was the first African-American soprano to receive um, international acclaim, uh, awards and things. Um, she was not up there in the time of like uh, Marion, um, but she claimed her spot. She got her flowers real quick. Um, known for operas of Verdi, um, has a presidential uh, Medal of Freedom. Um, oh, wow. Just you, uh, I would, oh, can I play that on here? Oh, let's see if I watched it the other day. If it'll let me. Um, I'll share the screen. Um, it's not showing me. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. But while you're doing that, um, I'll well, I'll let you do that. I'll do this next bit here. Um, oh wait, did you get it? Mm-hmm. I don't want to play it though before. No, oh, go ahead. See if it'll work. Is it taking the sound too? I don't know. get us muted <laughs> and my favorite part's coming
The amount of breath control that's needed for things like opera is absolutely out of this world. Like it, it's, it's insane. It's crazy. It's that's ugh. Like it's not like pop. It's not like it's not like anything else. The amount of of, and I know a lot of of. Um, I've actually met a lot of professional opera singers. They actually struggle singing pop songs because it's not the same like it's very mm -hmm. like it's very different and they i like i've they they it's a completely different use of like musculature and stuff like that in order to be able to do that and they cannot get away with doing uh you know like the mm -hmm, and oh i think that sounds good mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we'll just auto-tune it it's fine yeah <laughs> They are no filter. Let's go. Mm, no out of tune there. Sort of yeah. along the same lines. Um, she is not. Uh, she's not black, but uh, she is a person of color. Cuban American uh, Celia Cruz, uh, who's known as the Queen of Salsa, will be mm. on a quarter in 2024 as part of the American Women Quarters program. Yeah, uh, she'll be the first Latina singer to be part of the program, and uh, with her. Uh, joining her on quarters in 2024 will be uh, Patsy Takamoto Mink, who's the first woman of color and the first Asian American woman elected to Congress. Dr. Mary Edwards Walker, a civil war surgeon, uh, women's rights advocate and abolitionist. Polly Murray, who is a poet, writer, activist, lawyer, and Episcopal priest. And Zikala Sa, who is also known as uh, Gertrude Simmons Bonin, who's a writer, composer, um, educator, political activist, and champion of Native, Native American civil rights. Um, the series of quarters have been going on since 2020 um, and it's supposed to go on, I think until 2026 or something like that. Uh, so every year since 2020, they've been releasing, um, I think four, uh, four quarters with um, uh, basically amazing um, American women who have done amazing things here. So that's kind of cool. I thought that was kind of nifty. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and the more we can celebrate, celebrate, celebrate um, things that are, excuse me, that may get me in trouble, um, that are not white and celebrate other contributors to our society, um, the better off we are, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so with that, the Grammys were this weekend and I totally forgot. So I've been watching clips, clips, clips. Um, despite all the hoopla and all the things that happen, um, Lizzo won record of the year, I think, or mm -hmm. song of the year. I think that's but, right. Uh, record of the year. Record of the year. And so uh, that was amazing. Um, Viola Davis, uh, known for her work, like all over the place uh, for years, um, really went viral during the pandemic. Um Especially, um, all had kind of, is kind of came to an end um, just before the pandemic in how to get away with murder. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, she um, won this weekend a Grammy, um, which means she is another entry of the what we called the rarity of um, being called the EGOT, which is um, earning. Grammy, Oscar, and a Tony. And so um, uh, I just think of 
maybe like four or five years ago, right? Um, she had that thing where she went viral because somebody posted a clip of her saying, I am I have been in the business just like Meryl Streep and pushing just as hard as Meryl Streep, mm-hmm. but Meryl Streep has already gotten her flowers. Where are my flowers? Mm-hmm. And when people say things like that, and um, she's definitely earned it for one. Um, I think that when she first said it, people were like, well, you need to calm down. But when you know you've done good things continuously and you right. keep doing great things and somebody nominates you for an Oscar and then you don't win it and then you keep getting nominated, as it, it kind of becomes a little tired. And at some point you go, okay, where's my flowers? And how come right. somebody of the same stature, she didn't say color, she said stature, um, is getting so much more accolades and how come I'm not? And so... Um, and even Meryl Streep was like, well, give the girl her flowers. Um, so, <laughs> um, so that was, um, the, the tea. Um, one thing, oh, I didn't write it on there, but, um, Kim Petras, Petras, Petra, mm-hmm. um, was, uh, won a Grammy with Sam Smith. Um, they, um, both, uh, Breaking, breaking, what do you call it? The glass ceiling. Um, and Kim is not the first. I, I saw so many discussions about this weekend. Not the first trans person or trans woman to win a Grammy. Maybe of the subject. Uh, I forget what it was. Was it do? Uh, I have to look it up. Um, but. <clears throat> Many things that I read said that she was like the third overall, but the first in that category. Yes. Yeah. Say that and not get so. Yeah. Don't. Oh my God. I saw, I saw articles. I saw actual articles that were like, Kim Petras is the first trans woman to win a Grammy. No, no, she wasn't. Uh, And then they're like, well, having the names, but I saw many a name and I was like, oh, I know that person. And so, and, and then, and then to, people started saying, well, Wendy, Wendy Carlos wasn't out when she won. It doesn't fucking matter whether a person is out or not, does not negate the fact that they were trans when they won. So, Wendy Carlos won three oh, Grammys, right. mm-hmm. three yeah. Grammys in 1969. Three. Mm-hmm. And people were like, well, she wasn't out. And I, like, that doesn't make it, oh, no, uh, who the fuck cares? Doesn't matter whether you're out or not. That doesn't make you less trans for not being out. It means that she was in a time where had she been outed, that could have risked everything. Everything. Mm. In fact, she actually would go out and basically male drag so that no, like, it, 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 to still maintain the illusion. Like, there's, yeah. So, no, you don't get to say that just because she wasn't out, she doesn't count. So, no, that's not how that works. But yeah. Mm. Um, okay. I believe as far as the EGOT goes, um, I had to check it, but I think was Whoopi Goldberg the first black. I think Whoa. Whoopi Goldberg was actually the first black EGOT winner. Was that the f- overall? I believe so. 
I believe look. so. I could be wrong, but I believe so. That's what I'm seeing. I think that's correct. Think okay. that's correct. Well, we got some history to catch up on next week then. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll bring Whoopi up to the top. Um, yeah. Um, in uh, in world news, now I saw this, I thought this was, I just goes to show how how little things are like mm. how what we what we care about here um and did you see it on the news at all nope all everything that i've been seeing everything that everybody's been posting about has been the grammys and the goddamn whatever football game is happening this weekend up here fuck that um but yeah. i saw this today when i was looking for for news headlines and i was like wait what so um earlier uh earlier this week um a a pretty significant earthquake um, hit uh, along the uh, Turkey Syria border, uh, leaving uh, currently over twelve thousand dead. The initial quake measured a seven point eight, um, and then just slightly north, uh, there was a seven point five aftershock uh, that hit pretty much immediately after. Um, it's it's the area is pretty devastated right now. Um, it's pretty bad. Uh, it's not quite as up there. Um, I believe a few years ago, uh, there was the, I think, 9.3 that hit Indonesia. Um, but considering, you know, this, it actually hit right along, uh, right along fault lines. It was like right there on the, the Turkey-Syria border. Um, and it's, it's pretty devastating. Um it's it, the picture. when I looked, it was like uh, you could see sort of the the history of 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 things because I was looking, I I saw it and then I went back to see and like two days ago, um, the death toll I think was like twenty three hundred and then it went to thirty seven hundred and then it went to about seven thousand and now we're over twelve thousand and that's a lot, um, that's a lot of deaths. Um, so that. Oof. Uh, that Let me was... see if I can find it, and I'll post it on our Facebook page. But there was a um, there was a, a young girl protecting her brother mm-hmm. um, under uh, rubble, rubble, rubble. Thirty six hours. Yeah, and the picture itself took my breath away. I could not stop staring at it for like fifteen minutes because I was like, no way. Um, so, um, this has brought devastation. Um, I've seen many, uh, fundraiser and, um, aid, um, cause I don't follow just people here in the United States, not to be rude, but, um, I think that our minds have been closed to, uh, the news lately because of what stupidness we have going on in our own house um, that we have not noticed that um, the Ukraine issue is not over with and Russia is still tearing apart their country um, though we're trying to play Captain Hero and fix some of that um, and so are some of the other countries and then um this is happening as well. So um, I, when you get a chance, I know that people don't check uh, the news 
um, because of mental health reasons or um, that thereof. But when you get a chance, instead of reading the U.S. news, I usually, uh, when I go to like CNN, I go to World or some mm-hmm. news sites say international. I go to the international place first because that gives you a bigger picture of what's really going on. Uh, There's more things and, that are happening than what's going on in our own backyard, for sure. Including gay rights. We're not the only country fighting for gay rights. We're not the only country fighting for trans bills and anti-trans bills. Um, so, yeah, just eyes open when you can handle it or stomach it, so... That's that's my own two cents. And I want to throw in real quick that Beyonce won three or four Grammys and has some kind of record or broke a record. I think it's the most Grammys won. By a female? or No, I think just in general. Oh, damn. I think just in general. Which is funny. Last, um, last year she boycotted it. Right. <laughs> so funny. I don't I, I know. Um, let's see. Coming up uh, this Saturday, we have uh, sex trivia at Gracie's Tax Bar. Um, so if you want to do something this weekend that has nothing to do with sports ball, uh, come hang out with us because I don't give a fuck about sports ball. I like sports all. ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but I rather okay. dress up than go to sports ball. <laughs> right yeah, now, anyway. But come check that out. It's always a good time. Uh, We start uh, signing folks up at 8 o'clock, and then we start playing the first game at around 8.30. Um, Mm -hmm. And we always uh, benefit um, a local LGBTQ organization with the Gracie's Tax Beer that gets sold. Gracie's Tax Beer gets you a I always say I want more head on my tax, on my Gracie's Tax Beer. She does. She does very much. I prefer so. it. And then you're and then at the Ren Fair. I am at the Ren Fair on the 19th. So if you don't have anything to do and you want to come and dress up, um, I'm going to be in drag. And I don't know how that's going to go for me, but it'll be fun because I enjoy the Ren Fair anyway. Um, so what I'm most afraid of when I hear Ren Fair and drag is dirt. I know. I'm. I'm not sure. I'm like. I don't. I'm gonna have to figure out how to like set my face with like concrete first of all. Um, and I'm not wearing like any of my actual like costumes because no, Dirt. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, right. Um. So I've got like actual Ren Fair stuff. Like I'm not wearing anything with stones on it. I because my brain can't reconcile that much that far. Like I. I still can't do that. So like it's. I'm still. I'm just tweaking my usual Ren Faire garb. I am going to have like ears and some things on because I'm going to do like a Faye kind of going thing. Um, but it sounds uh, like you're but still I'm... trying to figure it out. No, no, I, I know. I, I have everything situated. Already. No, no, no. Right. That's not what I meant. Like mentally. That too. It's fine. But that'll be fun. <laughs> so if you want to come out and hang with some gays um, on the 19th at the Ren Faire, come do that. Um, yeah. Uh, and then on the same day, I will be at Cobalt for the Pop Art Drag, presented by the Black Art Festival Phoenix. I think I have that in the right order. Um, I like to mess up people's names, and it doesn't stop at organizations. You're welcome. Um, and then on the 25th, uh, there will be Black History Month Drag story hour which is virtual and then on the 19th i have a drag story hour 
at Brick Row Coffee. I'm saying that because mm. my brain went, no, no, no. You did that wrong. Um, but the drag story hour is in the morning of the 19th, so maybe I should put this in the order that it is. Yeah. But that's, that has nothing to do with you. Um, so come have fun at both story hours, virtually and in person. Bring your positivity and come and listen to a story hour. And What's then you're oh, at the Supernova pageant on the 26th. That's fine. Jesus. I got you. I don't know when to quit. Uh, <laughs> uh, which is at The Rock. And that starts at 4. But doors open at 3. And then later that night, I'll be at Magic, which is at Stacy's. And the show starts at 8. Doors open earlier than that. Because you can do happy hour. But you can go to The Rock, where they pour so heavy. Um, and then come to Stacy's where they pour so heavy and um, enjoy that. But if I also would like to invite those that are sober living and not drinking and you can have mocktails, uh, I would like to, you to encourage bars, especially here in Phoenix, that they should be making mocktails or give yep. you some kind of mocktail special during the happy hour and not charge you full price. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that, especially for people like me that I'm not necessarily sober, but I don't drink when I go out generally. So mm-hmm. um, March 2nd, since we're already rolling into like we're hitting mid-February already, which is crazy to me. Um, I am uh, doing a drag story hour bingo at uh, Drink Me Tea Room in Tempe. I highly recommend getting tickets for that because that's going to be super fun. Um, I'm excited. I'm going to together some mad hatter look or something for that because you know you should that makes sense um and then uh march 10th for those of you that are um into the whole steampunk thing um if you want to get your tickets for wild wild west con um first of all it's a it's super fun there's all sorts of panels and um discussions and uh, all sorts of fun stuff that it's happening that entire weekend in tucson um at the wild wild west con but then march 10th um, I'm uh, co-producing a drag show that is happening. Uh, it's got a little bit of drag, a little bit of burlesque. We've got some fantastic entertainers. It's going to be a blast. I'm excited. Um, and then in April, um, I am uh, uh, heading to AIDF uh, from the 6th to the 9th. I'm super excited about that. I can't wait they to be back. They didn't pick me. I, well, why? What was wrong with your application? I did it last minute. Mm. Um, for the uh, the show at Wild Wild Westcon, I think you can actually get tickets uh, separate. Uh, you can get them online, um, but I think they are uh, separate from um, the uh, uh, actual festival. The actual festival, um. like it's part of the festival, but uh, the tickets are separate. So I don't think that you actually need tickets to the con, but I could be wrong on that one. I'm not sure. Um, but regardless, um, there's going to be know, some huggers at out. the drag story hours. That's all I have going on right now. Oh, I have different. I have Kat Von D makeup, but I don't promote Kat. Von yeah, we don't do Kat Von D. She's kind of D. a shitty human, so we're not going <laughs> to. It's too bad because it's an amazing product. But mm. 
<laughs> white supremacist husband and yeah we're, but guys we're... i'm not like that <clears throat> right but i'm imagine fine with my friend. husband being like that totally okay <laughs> Just imagine you had a friend like that. I'm not like that, guys. But I married someone that's supposed to share my values. Yeah, no. No. Uh, Speaking of sharing values. uh, Oh, that's next week. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) I just realized it's next week. Uh, April 15th, we have Kevin Carrier, who's a comedian. That would be February 15th. February. What did I say? April. Oh, I'm trying to speed up the process. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, February 22nd, we have Holly Shoemaker, and hey. photographer and artist and all of the things. We'll get into it. Uh, Miss Phoenix Pride, Desiree A. DeMornay, joins us on March 8th. And we have some in the works that have been in the works for months it seems um but we'll get it we'll get it together we'll get it together and we'll let you know but patreon hears about it first and foremost mm-hmm. um, as as, like behind the scenes stuff and all that good things yeah um thank you to all of you who join us uh for your wednesday night conversation this ain't my conversation it's yours it's yours <laughs> if you want us to talk about in particular please tell us um Thank you all to who watch on live, who watch on the replay, who download the episodes. We're creeping up on the 10K. Um, Ooh, that's exciting. On the podcast. Let me check that real quick. Um, but thank you to everybody that listens and shares. Um, I have noticed that some of y'all have been sharing, which is delightful. We're at 8,000 right now. So just mm. go ahead and put, put us on repeat. Um, just go ahead and keep those episodes going when you're cleaning your house where did my my monitor just went blank for no reason oh that's fun that's good when that happens great um i can't see the rest of what i say but i think it's see you next week for your (laughs) conversation and good night good night turn us off because Yes, I think I you're got there. You. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>